There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Bachelorette this morning. Hey. <laughs> okay. Oh, Hannah Brown, Hannah B. You frisky little thing. Former Bachelorette contestant James Taylor. Been watching the new season and he's seeing something he doesn't like. He thinks Hannah does a little too much dry humping. Hmm. He tweeted, I'm a Hannah fan, but girl, you can't have it both ways. Make choices your future husband will be proud of after watching you do what you do on TV. You don't have to dry hump them all. <laughs> I'll bet that's easy to forget when you're in that situation. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to see all of this. Yeah. But she also makes it very clear that it is her body and she is going to do what she wants to with her body okay because luke p got very upset that she went naked skydiving with garrett mm-hmm. and felt that she wasn't respecting her future husband because she should only be naked with her future husband oh naked skydiving. He, he felt disrespected mm. because she did that well, you hope you don't hit a bird when you're naked <laughs> this is true well hannah one of her suitors came to her rescue tyler cameron tweeted the things some people do to stay relevant. Let our queen live and let's embrace her on this journey. Very few have a clue what it's like to be in the lead shoes. Our queen isn't perfectly perfect like us all. Don't Christians claim that only God should do the judging? James 4.12. She's their so, queen? I guess that's what Tyler is calling her. <laughs> Are you liking her more now, Jen? Have you been watching? You know, it's, I kind of really don't have a strong feeling about Hannah either direction. And I think she's on there really trying to do her best on her journey to make good decisions. But she is really, I, I wonder what she's thinking as she's watching it now. Because this one guy, Luke P, he's just such a loose cannon. And he's so insecure and he's so controlling. And he has anger issues. And he wants to blame everybody else for everything that's going on. He doesn't really want to take responsibility for his part in any of it, even though he says he does to her face, still he's not own. He's not owning. It. He is doesn't that, realize he's as. Are wacko. they keeping him because he's the only interesting thing? Though he is about the most interesting thing, but at the same time, she, I think she is torn. It's one of those where she has she gets so frustrated with him and so angry with him that she's not sure is this really anger and frustration or is this passion. Mm. Am I this upset because I feel such a strong connection to him and I'm supposed to be with him? Mm. You know, it's one of those where she just hasn't. So I wonder what she is thinking as she's watching it now and watching everything that's going on with him when she's not in the room. Mm. 
Well, I gave you credit for hanging in there. <laughs> well, I'm not, and that's the funny part is I'm not even watching that much. I'm not watching. Mm. You've really broken episode. this down. But I'm I'm paying attention. Yeah, crazy. Meanwhile, the Sharknado franchise may be done, but Ian Zeering is not done making cheesy sci-fi channel horror flicks. Next up, Zombie Tidal Wave. It kind of sounds like a parody of Sharknado, but let's be honest, Sharknado was a parody of Sharknado. There's really no way to parody something that was a parody out of the gate. And also, why not, why not Zombie Tsunami? It was right there, sci-fi. Anyway, Zombie Tidal Wave is uh, being made by the same people who brought you Sharknado. It's going to premiere Saturday, August 17th as part of a weekend shark-themed sci-fi original movies series. It's uh, it's called Off the Deep End Weekend, and it'll also include Sharktopus, Zombie Shark, uh, Sharktopus, Sharktopus, <laughs> Sharktopus. Uh, Zombie Shark, Atomic Shark, and of course, Sharknados, all six Sharknados. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So... The, the debate was right here on NBC, and there was a lot of excitement in the building. It felt just like the Super Bowl, uh, you know, if 20 teams played the game over two nights and the winner wasn't decided for another year. But besides that... The biggest early moment was a linguistic surprise from Beto O'Rourke. Necesitamos incluir cada persona. Not entirely sure why he felt he had to do that. Uh... <laughs> He's either trying to lock up the Hispanic vote or he's running for embarrassing dad at a Mexican restaurant. En el éxito de esta economía. Trump was watching like, crap, did I hit the SAP button? What is it? What is this? Former Representative John Delaney appeared confused when he was the first candidate asked to give a closing statement. Said Delaney, sorry, um, even I forgot I was here. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, 638, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, sunny skies today. It'll be warm and humid. There's a slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm later in the day with a high near 90. It is 71 at Cincinnati's Q102. So uh, Pink had a show in Liverpool, England on Tuesday, and there was a woman there who was very pregnant, Denise Jones, three weeks from her due date when she went to the show. Wasn't really worried, thinking she had three weeks to go, and I saw so many pregnant women at the New Kids shows in Chicago. I just kept thinking, oh, what a horrible place to go into labor, right? Oh, yeah. Well, it happened to this woman, (laughs) and she came during the first song, Get the Party Started. Oh, and she really? literally had the baby there. There were medics on site wow. to help deliver the baby. That's unreal. Denise said the plan was to call her Dolly Louise, but since she was born in the concert, we've changed it to Dolly Pink. Jeez. <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, yeah, why not? Ah, right? 
That oh. is a loud entrance. You know how they, a lot of people like to oh, plan geez, the yeah. births and there's those silent births where everybody's oh, yeah. quiet or like Mariah Carey had just her music playing. <laughs> so that would that. be the first music her babies would hear when they entered. <laughs> this one comes out to, let's get the party, you know. Right. A loud concert. Makes you wonder how the kid's going to turn out. Welcome to the world, little one. I went to the Maroon 5 concert when I was about seven months, seven, eight months, something like that. Yeah. And I remember the whole time the baby was like, boom, 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 like just kicking. I think mm. she was dancing along or was she like, mom, cut quiet think, down. I'm trying to sleep. I think both. But I think they could feel that vibration or something going on. And they're just like, woo, woo. Yeah. yeah. Alanis Morissette's husband, Mario Treadway, is a musician himself. She married a musician. He goes by the name Soul Eye. And uh, judging by the judging the ratio of Alanis to Soul Eye albums, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give Alanis the edge as far as success is concerned, depending on how you measure it. And Mario is totally cool with that. Alanis told Self Magazine he is an incredibly modern man who has never had an issue with being married to an alpha woman. And God bless him. His mom held down two full-time jobs. His dad stayed home. So there is nothing unfamiliar about this situation for him. Hmm. Good for them. Yeah. So they've gone and added up all of the Marvel movies. And it comes out that... The grand total is exactly 3,000 minutes runtime for, for all the Marvel movies. And that was probably intentional because if you remember a very memorable line in Avengers Endgame, I love you 3,000, is something that Tony Stark and his daughter would say to each other, I love you 3,000. So it was probably a reference to the total number of minutes of runtime of all the movies. Hmm. So, right? So some some crazy fans with a lot of time on their hands realized that if Spider-Man Far From Home was 129 minutes long, the series would add up to 3,000, and that did turn out to be the case. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. I know. Hmm. The details that okay. they plan, right? The three of us are like... The things that they do on purpose. I did see a little bit planning of uh, that takes. Aquaman. Is that a Marvel movie? No. Oh, darn it. I was going to say, I have actually watched one. (laughs) And finally this morning, uh, we were sad to learn that Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife, Beth Chapman, passed away yesterday. I I didn't realize she was only 51. Yeah. But uh, she was diagnosed with stage two throat cancer in September of 2017, had been battling it ever since. Uh, Sadly, her death was not a surprise. She was placed in a medically induced coma this week after being hospitalized due to a choking emergency. Once she was in the coma, word got out that she was not expected to recover. Dog tweeted, quote, it's 5.32 a.m. in Hawaii. This is the time she would wake up to go hike Cocoa Head Mountain. Only today, she hiked the stairway to heaven. We all love you, Beth. Mm, See you on the other yeah. side. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.